Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Leo, and Emily. Hello! And each episode will tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you. So, Leo, this is a magical time of year, isn't it? Is it, though? Here in England, it seems pretty cold and gloomy. Yeah, yeah, it's February. Although it may seem wintry and cold, under the ground, something magical is actually happening. Yeah, in bulk. In bulk, where all the seeds are beginning to stir, the days are getting lighter, and spring, believe it or not, is on its way. Ah, yes. I've spotted little green shoots here and there. Oh, yes, popping up. And lots of hungry birds too. It's a good time to fill your bird feeders and leave out tidbits for our little friends. Yes, all of nature's really needing our help right now, isn't it? In fact, we've got a family of foxes next door, haven't we? Oh, yeah. And we're kind of keeping an eye on that. You're not really supposed to feed them, but they seem pretty healthy at the moment, don't they? Yes. So I think we should head straight into shout-outs. What do you think, Leo? Oh, that's perfect. OK, let's go. Firstly, we have a shout-out to George, Charlie and Jack in Buckinghamshire in the UK. Hi, George. Hi, George. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Hi, Jack. Jack. Thanks Thanks for listening. listening. Who have we got next, Leo? Well, next we have a shout-out to Emmy in Silverdale, Washington in the USA. Hi, Emmy. Hi, Emmy. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Brilliant. Who's next? We also have a shout out to all the students at Hampstead Parochial Primary School. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. And finally, a big shout out to everyone who's been drawing amazing pictures of our characters and posting them in the Facebook group. They are amazing. They really are. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Thanks for drawing. Yeah, thanks for drawing and listening too. And listening. Oh, brilliant. Thanks, Leo. And thank you, everyone. And remember, if you'd like a shout out on the podcast, here's what you can do. You can let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us, emilydragonflytales at gmail.com. Tell us your age and your town, please. And remember, I'll put all of these details in the show notes. So, Emily, what's the story today? Well, Leo, our story is a very, very old story, which is perfect for this time of year. It's about a battle between winter and spring. Ooh. How do you think we should start this story? Well, I think we should start long ago. There was nothing but winter. Lovely. Long ago, there was nothing but winter. The hag of winter, well, she shaped the very landscape. She was called the Kaliach. Can you say that, Leo? The Kaliach? Yeah, the Kaliach. It said the world was young and she was so old. She saw land where there is now water and water where there is now land. How old is that? I don't even think she knows. 
Wait, has she stopped counting now? Yeah, long, long ago. Don't think she even knows what her birthday is. Wait, so what does she look like? The Kaliak? The old hag of winter? Um, well, you tell me. What does the old hag of winter look like? Ooh, well, I think her hair is a flurry of snow. Nice. Her face is a frosty blue and covered in wrinkles. Ooh. And I think her teeth are icicles. Oh, her breath is icy cold wind and her cloak is as grey as the mountains. Gosh, I can see her in my mind's eye. The Kaliach. She carried a basket of stones and rocks on her back and waded out into the sea. She looked this way. She looked that way. Can you say that with me, Leo? She, she looked, looked this way. way. She, she looked, looked that way. way. And when she was sure that the place was just right, she poured all the rocks into the sea. After three, are you ready? One, two, two three. Splash. Then she pulled from her grey cloak a mighty hammer. Ooh, like Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. A bit like Mjolnir. It was definitely as strong as Thor's hammer, but the Kaliach's hammer was a frost hammer. And everything it struck became hard and cold as iron. She smashed rocks to make land. She bashed rocks to make mountains. She mashed rocks to make valleys. And all were icy cold. What about the rocks that she missed? Oh, any rocks or stones that escaped, they rolled off into the sea and became islands. When she was finished, she laid down her ice hammer, took off her grey cloak and she washed it in the swirling waters of the sea and laid it on top of the mountains to dry. But because she was the hag of winter, when she lifted up her cloak, what do you think was left on the mountain tops? Snow and ice. Yes. And so the Kaliach, the hag of winter, reigned over all the land. She hoped that her winter would last an eternity. There must be some way to stop her. Or someone. You see, the Hag of Winter had a son. And he was not like his mum. What was his name? Angus. Angus the Ever Young. And he shined so bright. Like the sun? Like the sun. What do you think he looks like, Leo? Well, nothing like the Kaliach. I think his skin is smooth and brown with a healthy glow. Lovely. His hair shimmers with golden sunlight. Ooh. He's healthy and strong and filled with kindness. And when he breathes out, it feels as warm as a summer's day. That sounds wonderful, but not so fast. Angus longed to be the god of summer and end his mother's icy winter rain... But he can't. He's banished. What? Why? 
And by whom? Would you believe his own mother? So you mean he's grounded? <laughs> sort of. It's a bit harsher than that. Remember, the Kaliach was old. Older than nearly everything, and that made her wise. She dreamed one night that her son would end her winter, that her son would become god of the summer, but only with the help of a girl. A girl who could melt away the snow and make the flowers grow. Spring! And Spring's name was... Bridget. Bridget. The bride. The Kaliach awoke from this dream in a panic. Her son was far away in the land of eternal green. She'd keep him there and she'd find that girl. And about this time, Angus had a dream. And so did Bridget. I bet they dreamed of each other. They did. And they set out to find each other. But before their paths could ever cross, the sound of sleet and icy wind filled the air. The Kaliach's hag witches descended. Bridget was snatched up in their frozen claws and carried back to a mountain prison. Angus was surrounded as the hag witches blew and blew and blew him all the way back to the land of eternal green. Are you ready, Leo? One, two, two three. three. <sighs> Bridget awoke in the belly of an ice mountain. The Kaliach sat on her frozen throne and she laughed. <laughs> you think you're so pretty. You think you're so young. You know nothing, girl. I I don't know what I've done to offend you, but please, I'm sorry. Let me go. The Kaliach laughed, and it felt like frostbite. Can you do me a really evil, frosty laugh, Leo? <laughs> I will never let you go. Unless you can wash this in the mountain stream. I want to see shining pure white. The Kaliach stood up picked up a filthy, smelly brown sheepskin she'd been sitting on and she tossed it at the girl's feet. How long has she been sitting on that? Well, who knows? She doesn't even know how old she is. And so, every day when the cold winter sun peaked above the horizon, Bridget sat by the mountain stream she dipped the stinking brown sheep fleece into the icy water and then she scrubbed and she scrubbed and she scrubbed. Let's help her. You ready? Scrub, scrub, scrub. Again. Scrub, scrub, scrub. All my hands and fingers. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Why doesn't she just run away? Well, she did try once. But do you remember the hag witches? 
Yes. They caught her by the hair, froze her by the toes and threw her back up the mountain to the Kaliach. That's a bit harsh. And at night, when she tried to sleep on the freezing cave floor, the only thing that soothed her was dreaming of a young man so kind and shining and warm. Angus ever young, oh, will you set me free? Wake the violet and the green and come to rescue me. Angus ever young, will you set me free? Wake the violet and the green and come to rescue me. Come to rescue me. And in his dreams, Angus would hear her and he would send his message through the starry night to Bridget. Princess, bride of spring, I cannot set you free. The pure white lies beneath your hands. Come, let the springtime be. Come, let the springtime be. Every day. Bridget washed the brown fleece in the stream and every night when she brought it to the Kaliach, the old hag laughed. <laughs> Still dirty. I asked for shining pure white. For a hundred days, Bridget washed and scrubbed until her hands were raw but still the fleece was brown, for it had come from a brown sheep. The Kaliach has set her an impossible task. I think she's done it on purpose, hasn't she? Yeah. Bridget sat with the damp fleece on her lap and rested her hands on the cold earth by the stream. She began to hum the tune from her dreams. And then suddenly, she felt the earth move under one of her palms. She lifted it and watched as tiny green shoots pushed up through the frozen earth, brave and bold and searching for the light. They pushed and they pushed and little buds began to open like little droplets of snow. Snowdrops? Yes, snowdrops, the first flowers of spring. Bridget carefully plucked just one and another sprang in its place. It was shining pure white. She hid it in her cloak, picked up the brown fleece and went to stand before the Kaliach. That fleece is not pure white, girl. No, it is not. But it is clean 
and soft brown? I asked for shining pure white, Bridget. Bridget took the tiny flower from her cloak and she held it up in front of the old crone. You asked for shining pure white. And here it is, the most beautiful white I have ever seen. More shining than all of your snow. More than all of your ice. Something wonderful and new. A snowdrop. The old hag screamed in anger at the sight of this new thing. This thing that had grown. She screamed so loud it echoed over the hills, down the ice valleys, over the mountain tops, and all the way to the ears of young Angus in the land of the evergreen. And he knew at that instant where Bridget and his mother were hiding. The god of summer to come flew on the wind to the top of the icy mountain. Mother, you cannot keep her and she will not be kept. And in a whirlwind of green that smelled of fresh grass, Angus took Bridget's hand and the two disappeared. The winter hag screamed. Will you scream with me, Leo? No! She summoned her witches. Come to me. Fly to the north. Fly to the south. Fly to the east and to the west. Batter and blast them with ice and snow. With biting winds. Now go, go, go! The hag witches scattered and chased the couple around the world. Wow, she's crazy. Yeah, sometimes the witches caught the couple and a mighty battle ensued. Anger slashed at them with his burning summer sword. Bridget threw her brown fleece and stifled them. Shall we slash with our sword, Leo? Let's go. Slash, slash, slash. slash. Now take your brown fleece and fling it at the witches. Yeah, yeah. Ha! The battle raged on between the witches of winter and the two of the light. Some days were harsh. That's when the pair were losing. But others were warm. And that's when the witches retreated. Up and down the whole land, they fought for weeks and weeks until finally... The hags ran screaming away. Are you ready? <coughs> and the Kaliak lay in her mountain, so old and weak she could hardly move. She lay with her hammer by her side and fell into an exhausted slumber. <coughs> And while she slept, Bridget, the princess of spring, whispered to the seeds to come up, up to the surface. Let's call them, Leo. Little seeds, little seeds. Little seeds, little seeds. Come up to me. Come up to me.
and Angus bade the sun to warm them with its glow. Golden sun, golden sun, warm the land below. They had brought new life to the world, new colour. The battle between winter and spring was finally over and all the land rejoiced for spring and summer. Hooray! I bet that's the last we'll see of the old Kaliach. You think so? Uh, I think not. Huh? The Kaliach slept. But nothing on earth can keep one so old and wise and hard asleep for that long. When the summer is fat and ripe, the leaves begin to turn. And the autumn comes. And that old hag in her chilly mountain snorts <coughs> and wakes up. She reaches for her ice hammer and the battle will begin again. But not for now. The, the End, end. So, Leo, did you like that story? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. What was your favourite bit? Well, a couple of weeks ago, the Kaliach had full control over all of us. But now, Bridget and Angus are starting to fight back. And I really like that. It's true, isn't it? At this time of year in the Northern Hemisphere, sometimes it really does feel like the Kaliach is winning and she's defeating spring. But yeah. you know what? Bridget will come and Angus will follow. Definitely. So that's it for this episode. Thanks to all of our listeners for their lovely feedback and we'll have more stories and guest tellers coming soon. And if you are enjoying our podcast, what we would really love is for you to tell us about it. You can leave a review saying how much you love us. Five stars, please. You can draw us a lovely picture and put it in the Facebook group. You could even make a little donation on the website to keep us going. And thank you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leah. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, the winter cold makes way for spring. So plant your seeds, lift your hearts and sing. Bye! Our podcast is brought to you by Emily, Leo and Andy at Dragonfly Tales. Join our Dragonfly Tales podcast group on Facebook. Find us on Instagram at Dragonfly Tales Pod. And follow us on Twitter at Emily Dragonfly. Wow, she's crazy.